Just remember, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help each other. In the culture war, there are no winners, just podcasters. Only a few are willing to risk their lives in the face of some of the dumbest ideas to have ever captured human civilization. Every week, we, Megan Dom and Sarah Hader, humbly accept this mission to bring you conversations that are equal parts stunning, brave, and desperately in need of advice. Welcome to A Special Place in Hell. Welcome back, Penelope Trunk, our you. favorite guest. Uh, and uh, we love having you. And I think I think part of the reason is because Sarah actually really wants your advice, but she's too um, private to ask her own questions. So luckily I give unsolicited advice. Use the, so, yeah. uh, the listener that, so proxies. Yes. Um, so we're going to, we're going to take some listener questions that they left in the Substack. But first I wanted to ask you about a recent blog post you did about looking for an apartment. So I love real estate. It's one of my favorite topics. Okay. Uh, I love so that please, you think that was about tell. looking for an apartment. Okay. Well, just cause I'm getting evicted does not mean I'm looking for an apartment. Okay, but it said how to, your title was how to find an apartment. That's true. This is something I learned um, when I wrote for the Wall Street Journal. You can look for this now when you read the Wall Street Journal. The farther you are from what you're supposed to be writing about, the more your headline has to be like right on the nail. Yeah. So I'm supposed now. to be a how-to blog. So whenever you see a how-to in the title, it is not a how-to post. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So how so to what find happened? a new apartment. So I guess how to find a new apartment is like, how do you decide if you're going to just be a slave to your rent? Like, when are you going to do that? So like I rent and... Um, there is not anybody who's appalled by my rent. My rent is 5200 a month. So, uh, yeah, there's no okay. one who... Well, you mean, because it must be a really nice apartment. Um, it is really nice, but, um, like, okay, so I have my college kid home, and they're like... I can't bring my friends over because we have a really bougie apartment and our furniture sucks so they can tell there's a problem. And I don't <laughs> want people to be able to tell there's a problem right away. So I was like, just rearrange the room and put all the good furniture in that room and don't let them see the bad furniture. And they're like really upset about that. And then like when I do my webinars, uh, it's like not high end like this at all. So today I did my webinar from bed cause it's early. It's like, it's, it's England, like Europe people. It was too early for me. So I was in bed, but we only have two bedrooms. So when both kids are here, I just sleep on the floor in the living room, but the dog sleeps with me. So we have to bring two mattresses out here, one for me and one for the dog. And then it's like cold because this is like for rich people, not for sleeping in the living room. So I was sleeping on the mattress with next to the dog and I was in my coat 
And people are like, you look homeless. Like, <laughs> why you look homeless in your $5,000 apartment. You are so ridiculous. Like, get a life. Like, this is insane. And people are like, I saw them with their cameras. Like, everyone's taking pictures of me being homeless. And my, I mean, I did. I didn't notice it till they said that. But so then the question is like, why? Why am I in this apartment? Like, how do you decide how to be in an apartment? It's really hard. And especially because I don't, I have a really weak sense of home. Like, I've fucked that up a lot with my kids. And so because we don't have a sense of home, it's like totally overwhelming to be able to live out anywhere. Like, my kids don't go to school. Like, well, they didn't. We homeschooled. I could work from anywhere. Uh, I don't have family, really. The family's a problem, which is a fucked up thing to say in itself. So we could live anywhere. That's really hard. Mm. I relate Luckily, to that a lot, actually. What? You I relate, relate to, to that, that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So then I'd make things up for why we have to live places. I'd... I see that now in hindsight, I do like some really bullshit stuff to make up why I have to live somewhere. But really, uh, there's no reason to live anywhere. No one has a reason to live anywhere except family. So I'm the queen, I think, of making up bullshit reasons about why I need to live somewhere. But yeah. I should have just been living near family. Um, living near family or living someplace more affordable? Because that's the no, thing I- family. I Oh, okay, because I get told all the time that I should live someplace uh, more affordable, but the problem is, is that I don't have any uh, connections in those places, and so I don't want to end up in the hospital alone. That's like my metric. Well, you for should where live should in your live. family. I don't have Every... any family. Yeah, but I don't you have should... any family. Then we're back to getting married, right? <laughs> <laughs> I should, I should get married in order to have a place to live. In order to have people to love to and live love you unique. back. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's, yeah. okay. Well, Because that's the only done. thing that okay. matters when you pick where to live. Nothing else matters. The, uh, the rest but is I have just a bullshit. Yeah, but I mean, where I live, I have deep connections. It depends on how you define family, I guess. But, but I, I would be better off living here, even though it's expensive. Well, so it all comes back to that. Like you should live by the people who love you most and love you. Right. And yeah. that it's very autistic to have non-reciprocal friendships. So if the person who's your most important person, if they don't think you're their most important person, that's uh, not, that's not good. That's just autistic. How is that autistic? Uh, just research. Like how do autistic people define friendships versus how do non-autistic people define friendships? Maybe it's especially autistic, but I think regular people do this too. Regular people don't say, have um, repeated, repeated, um, uh, what did I use? What was that word I used? Uneven. I used the word for uneven. Oh, unreciprocal. Oh, un non-reciprocal. They don't have repeated non-reciprocal um, non friendships. They might have one or two, but they realize how yucky it is, and then they get rid of them. But autistic people have it over and over again. We're like, whatever, that's fine. That, that friend is still good. It doesn't matter. We don't care. But is it because the friendships are based on shared interests and that sort of thing? Yeah. So there, there's all kinds of research about um, 
like friendships based on shared interests are bullshit for adults. Like they're fine in your twenties, but like they need to advance to uh, deeper, more important, lasting things as you get to be an adult, like Hmm. uh, love and shared caring of something very important. Things like that. Yeah, but what it about people who have like tennis tennis buddies? I know, but yeah. wait, wait, wait. What about yeah. like the people these guys who have tennis have, like, buddies are married? They're married. They have kids. Their their wife and kids come first, and they all know it. Okay, I mean, I know exceptions, but we we don't want to be the uh, but 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 there's an exception, uh, ladies. So okay, fair enough. But brigade is what. Well, I don't, the think you be the, <laughs> I don't think you want to be the, but I don't think you want to be the, but there are things to do in life more than love someone and be loved. I, I don't think you want to be in that position mm. because there's nothing to support that. I don't think there's anyone at the end of their life who's like, oh yeah, there were better things. Now there were some ways. But if somebody doesn't there. have anybody, say somebody then doesn't doesn't have up. anybody, it's but no, they can up. make a choice to do no, something it's else. Fucked up to not have anybody. There's plenty no, of but people. But what do you just do? If that's, you go gotta make someone. make the best with what you have. <laughs> yeah, mean, you if gotta you're work an with eight, you, have. you get an eight. If you're a four, you get a four. Just go get your match and move along. Yeah. What yeah. do you think we are? What are our numbers? You can um, be well, honest. I know the numbers thing because I hired a matchmaker. For yourself? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <gasps> Recently? No. Oh. No. It, it was an interesting experience. So it made me like really intolerant of everybody dating because the, they're hard asses, the matchmakers. So I did it in LA. That's where I learned. You get what you are. So she's like, you're an eight, you get an eight. Don't ask me for anything else. So- Uh, You get three things and any three things I picked, she came up with. It's, it's hard to pick three things. So you, oh, as soon as you see the guy, you know, the mistake, like, oh, okay, wait, say more about this. What did you pick and who did she set you up with? Uh, Okay. So I said, um, smart Jewish, great at what he does. No, those I are all that, those are the same that? thing oh, no maybe I think I, that's one thing that right so that i say so all right so it's called uh, jewish so i got <laughs> so i said smart oh smart no i got smart jewish and interesting in la you know jewish. what i got i got a failed screenwriter okay so that was like oh but i could tell him a mile away i still can imagine him sitting in the booth like i was like what you're a failed screenwriter i'm not even sitting down i was so upset so then I said, um, tall, 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 great at what he does and interesting. And, uh, and I got a Calvin Klein model and he was not interesting, <laughs> like interesting for some people, but not, interesting. he was not interesting. So then I had to define interesting. So I thought. Um, it's probably not definable, like great at what you do is definable. And he was great at what he did, just that like wasn't my thing. So then I went back to Jewish because I was like, Jewish people aren't Calvin Klein models. That doesn't happen. So I did. <laughs> That's anti-Semitic. 
Come on, really? Uh, well, there's I'm never Jewish. been a so there's whatever. never been a Jewish maybe, Calvin maybe Klein model in the history of of Calvin Reality Klein models. Is, is no, yeah. no, okay. we're not raised for that. Our, we don't value it. <laughs> it's been it's like you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If sure. you have money, you're a VC, not a Calvin Klein model. So no, no, or doctor. You. Yeah, no. We're going to okay, be hearing so- from some Jewish Calvin Klein models, but okay, go ahead. Oh, no, you will not. <laughs> okay, so I did um I did tall Jewish great at what he does. And oh, and I got uh not a VC, but he owned a lot of restaurants. So, uh uh we went to one of his restaurants which like I don't know. I mean, I'm autistic, so maybe I think that's stupid and it's not stupid. But I was like, if you go to where the to a restaurant where the guy's the owner, everyone is looking at you and like, that is not something I would want ever. Uh, So I didn't like that. But um, he had so much money that I just pitched him a company and then he funded my company. Oh, and and then um, and then my uh, ex-boyfriend came back because he needed a place to stay for a conference and then we got back together and then the matchmaker was so angry just Why? screaming at me her no, matchmaking no, worked because i went with someone that i already knew yeah but well it worked for yeah, you i told her you yeah, got I told funding her for your she company she doesn't fucking care she doesn't care she so wants how long a match. did it go on? I, I sometimes, okay, but what, so do you, would you recommend matchmakers overall? Because lately people, you know, younger people are asking me for advice. Okay, and I I'm tempted to tell them to just get a matchmaker. $40,000 20 years ago. So yeah, if you're going to pay the equivalent of that now, you will get exactly what you want. How long did yeah. it go on for? What was the retainer? Uh, it went on for like probably a couple months, but only because I didn't have time. I mean, I was running a company. A couple. So, what do you get for forty thousand dollars, though? Anything you want. Every like every other day, you can be like, okay, here are my three things, and the guy shows up. But it's like <laughs> your three things are wrong every time, so it's frustrating. Wow. What would your three things be, Sarah? I I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about it. I would have said some of the things Penelope Jewish, said, but then it's like, yeah, yeah, like then I get an. Well, then I don't get the Calvin Klein. Model. yeah hmm. yeah it's Rob- hard it really makes yeah. you think about what you want and it also really makes you think about how uh like we actually had a list of 40 things and like when the matchmaker is in the business and she's like you get three don't even talk to me about anymore then i'm like well if she says i got three and she's making all this money i guess three is right how did she find the men I well, asked they, her that. They were she not found, paying. She found the, uh, one of them, I can't remember which one she found, she found in a museum, but it was like um, such shitty answers. Was he really I old? just couldn't even take it. I couldn't okay. even ask. But she, it's her job to know everyone in LA. Like that's her thing, right? I guess Like so. she can just, if you want, whatever guy you want, she just comes up with. Do, do the men ever pay for matchmaking services? I'm sure they do. Really? I guess yeah, so. It's yeah. really efficient. I wonder the what the success rate is. That. Like, do we know? Are there are there numbers? Well, you can just keep going. You can just do your three things forever. But it's 
if you aren't really doing it, it's just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. What would your three things be, Megan? My three things? Jewish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jewish, really tall uh, model, also Christian. Wait, Jewish and Christian and Muslim combined. I don't want to. No. Jewish, but like somebody has. Wait, she'll Christmas get you that. He'll holiday. just be homeless and really fat. <laughs> oh, you right? know, some homeless guys are hot. Uh, has well, it like a monkey's so, paw situation? Uh, you can pay me for that. I'll get you that. Yeah. Look, I there. I saw this homeless guy the other day. He looked like a model. I mean, a lot. You know, they do because a lot of them, especially in California, they're tan, thin, <laughs> very sinewy. So I. Think a lot of them you, have dogs. You figure out really quickly, like. <laughs> what you're gonna get like if you just pull out three things you can figure out really quickly what you'll get mm-hmm. um okay i have to think of think more about this did you, did you ever do online dating like the apps um i did it once like a few years ago just to see what i'd get i got all doctors who were divorced and uh were assholes about their wives mm. okay Okay. Um, God, there was just before we signed on, there's a new, uh, there's an article in New York Magazine in the cut about age differences. So I guess there's been all this sort of discourse lately around these, you know, much older guy, older guys with much younger women. There's been mm-hmm. celebrity examples. And this was a pretty good article, like very non judgmental. This reporter just interviewed a whole bunch of people, several dozen people who had significant age gaps about what that was like. Um, and uh, most of them were, it's the majority were older men with younger women, surprise, surprise. But there were a few the other way around. I dated a guy who was 25 when I was 45. Mm-hmm. I wrote about it on my blog. How long? Um, like just long enough to or? go on a business trip with him. I went to South by Southwest with him nice. and I was a speaker. So, oh, wow. like, I needed him to just stay the fuck away from me. So he went out and got drunk with someone else and came back to our room. And I had a great room because my startup was paying for it. And he peed on the floor. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> was a guy like, or a dog? <laughs> he, he, he peed on the floor. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he just, like, thought it was fine because he's 25. Wait, because he was so drunk? Yeah. Wait, is your dog okay? Or is that something? Is that is that a Okay, I think I was boyfriend? confused. I thought I heard you say that. I thought I thought you said you were 25 and he was 45. And no, I was 45. <laughs> After a certain point, they all like, wait a minute. No, but no, yeah, I maybe was when they get into the 85. And yeah. a 45-year-old man pees on your floor? <laughs> no, no, I was no. 45. Okay. So did you kick him out right then? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. and that was the end of that. Yeah. Well, oh, no, I mean, he actually still emails me. Okay, so that's good. You don't want to burn any bridges. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I. I I'm curious what people's reactions are going to be to that piece. Mm. Um. But so, what is yeah. the piece? Is it condoning it or just noting that? I it mean, happens? I it's. I, I thought I think it's actually pretty good. Like it's oh. like you know, you guys are getting in a. Everyone's having a hissy fit about these big Nothing, age differences yeah, it, yeah because the sort of the idea is that these women are young and they're being taken advantage of and if your brain is not finished developing until you're what 25 does that mean? the women 
Um, I mean, it totally varies. I mean, they have, they have like 19 year olds with 39 year olds, but then they have like 45 year olds with 85 year olds. What's the harm? Like, why are we even talking about it? Yeah, that's kind of what it is. I mean, that's sort of the point of the piece. It's, it's mostly testimony. Wait, so we don't think there's harm being done and the piece doesn't think there's harm being done. So why are we talking about it? Because it's New York Magazine. We've, we're talking about, because it's been, people have been talking about this lately, kind of in a sort of me too uh, kind of consent, very consent oriented. But kind we of don't think there's anything to it. So how could we talk about it? Well, have we you ever worked stopped. in a magazine? Everything has to be talked about all the time. What okay, do, we can talk about all these yeah. questions that people asked, which then there were so many of them. Yeah, let's we get to, to our, we our, have our listener to talk questions. about something we care about. 